What's up, Wars? Welcome back to another episode of the Warrior Movement Podcast. This is episode number 105. I'm in the middle of 21 days of becoming a business and sales pro. This is day number 15 of that. Um, I'm sharing something special. We had a little bit of time where we weren't going live, and it's because we were in the middle of a big promotion. And I learned five tremendous lessons where we went from six figures a year to six figures in debt back to six figures plus. And uh, I'm sharing those in five valuable lessons. This is number two lesson of those five. And I'm telling you this, this one, uh, I believe has the power to change your life if you really are looking for that. So pay attention to this. What I'd love for you to do is uh, screenshot this right now, share it to your Instagram stories, tag me at James C. Zhang. Would love to connect with you. And if you have not yet, please rate, review, subscribe, do all that. Would love that support. And other than that, I'm excited for you to hear today's show. All right. On that, here it is. What's up, Warriors? Welcome back to another episode of the Warrior Movement Podcast. I'm going live here. And if you're watching this, I uh, would love to know. Put hashtag replay if you're watching this on replay or put a one in the comments if you are watching this with me as well too um, we are in the middle of a series of uh, 21 days to become a business and sales pro uh, i had a hiatus for a little bit this is day i believe 15 now because we were in the middle of a big big promotion you know what's up naisha great to see you and what i'm dropping now is uh, five big lessons we learned. And if you were hearing my story, uh, basically we had a time in our life where our business was producing six figures a year. We're at the top of our prime and everything. And then things happened, uh, fell down real hard, ended up six figures in debt. And it was um, soul wrenching. It was soul grinding. It was a really, really tough time. And fortunately, we were able to make the right moves and get out of that. And uh, very blessed this year to have a great team, work hard at things. We've pivoted, we've changed, and we got back to the top 0.1% in our company um, and very blessed. So back to our prime and plus more. So I'm sharing five major lessons that, that I learned during that moment there. I know. So if you're watching this, I'd love for you to drop a one in the comments. And watch this replay, put hashtag replay. If you feel this is an impactful topic, I love for you also to share this onto your feed as well, because uh, I think this information, especially this topic, uh, I have it in my heart. I, I know this is going to impact people out there. Okay. And the topic is this, the lesson was this, is that your self-worth is not equal to your net worth. Your self-worth is, is not equal to your net worth. Now, you're probably just like me. What's up, Sean? Thanks, Betsy. Great to see you. You're probably like me, all right? Um, I grew up in America, growing up in America, and I'm Asian. I'm very competitive. We're very, like, grades-oriented, right? We're very achievement-oriented, accolade-oriented. I kind of joke, but it's kind of true. Uh, uh, B means bad in, in, uh, in the Asian culture. C means, like, I don't know, cut the crap. Like, it's just horrible, right? A means acceptable, I suppose. So if I did not perform, I was not loved. If I didn't win, I didn't feel good. And I got a tie with achievement and accolades or money or possessions and self-worth. Now, I, I don't know if this is striking a chord with you at all. This is so crucial 
This is so crucial if you want to win in life, you want to win in business, you want to win in anything, because how do you feel about you and other people when you don't have anything? How do you feel about you and other people when you don't have anything? And what I realized was this, is at the top of our prime, right? We did very well in our business. We had the cool cars and the cool toys and it was awesome and everything. Um, you felt good, right? I mean, obviously you walk around, you feel like you're the big man on campus or the big woman on campus and you feel amazing. And all of a sudden it gets taken away, right? It's just gone. I went from uh, an Audi R8 to, uh, Lexus is so cool, but like not even close, right? Went from a million plus dollar home to moving back in with a mom, you know, like, like we went all the way down and I felt so bad. I felt like a hypocrite. I felt like I was, uh, I, I was shameful. I felt like I, I'm just being real with you guys. I just felt like I couldn't show my face. I don't know if this resonates with you at all. Like it was a big loss and the crazy, like I wanted to get back up, right? I wanted to move forward. I wanted to rebuild. But it was, and I knew what to do, right? See, if you did it before, you could do it again. But even though I knew what to do, I, it was so hard for me to do it because I take a step and I take two back because it felt like I was a walking hypocrite, right? I, I felt like my, I just, I, I just did not feel good. I felt like I'm not where I was, so how do I even get back there? It felt so far. And as I was going through this step forward, step back, step forward, step back, I don't know if you've ever experienced this before. Maybe you had a fall in your life. You had a fall from grace. You had a, a, a defeat. You had something really traumatic happen in your life. Your life really knock you down. And getting back up, is it, it, it's kind of like if you break a bone, right? It's like you're a little bit scared again to experience that pain again. And as I went through this, I realized this lesson that your self-worth is not your net worth. And I'll share with you the story of what happened. And it was the most groundbreaking realization that I had in my life. It made me feel so at peace. It made me feel so okay with me, regardless of anything. You see, what I realized was this number when I'll go into the story, of course, if your feelings of self-worth come anything dealing with something that can be taken away, possessions, money, a title, uh, uh, you know, a relationship, right? How many of us have had friends or maybe even ourselves have our identities tied to a relationship and all of a sudden the relationship is cut and they don't know what to do anymore, right? And they fall back into toxic relationships or toxic whatever, right? It's like such a it's such a very important topic to talk about. But what I realized was that if there's anything that we put our value in that can be taken away, that's temporary, that's not a strong foundation. Okay, and I'm not here to preach, but I'm spiritual, right? And what it's, it's the truth of what happened to me is I went to church one day and the pastor had a very powerful message, okay? And he gave an analogy. I should have brought a picture with me, right? Imagine it's a pitcher of water, you know, one of those plastic jugs, those pitchers. And within this pitcher, shout out Pastor Ryan, if you're watching this. And in this pitcher were ping pong balls that were colored. So you got a pitcher, nothing in there except for these ping pong balls. 
that are within here. Okay, I love that, Betsy. There we go. And what he said was this. As he said, when we want to do good works, right? Maybe you want to help someone or you want to go for a goal or you want to make some progress in your life. Like we're making these steps to do good, okay? The works are good, but what's the intention behind them? You see, what he said was this. There's two ways. There's two ways to get this ping pong ball out of the pitcher, which represent actions or works or things like that. Okay. And that's, and one way is just taking it one by one, right? You literally go put your hand in the pitcher, take it out, and then you move it. And it's tiring, right? It takes a lot of energy. It's like, oh, and that's how I felt when I got hit down hard and I got back up. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to take a step. I'm going to make a call. I'm going to set a goal. Like it felt like this ugh feeling, right? Maybe you felt that ugh feeling before. And then what happened was this, is he said, there's another way to get the ping pong balls out. And the other way is if you pour water into the pitcher, the ping pong balls overflow out of the pitcher. I hope you're getting this visual right here. And he said, you see, James, the difference is this, is that while the works are good, the goals are good, the actions are the same, the intention behind it, the drive behind it are different. One is I'm trying to do good works myself. I'm just trying to take the steps myself. I'm just trying to trying to add this like with a lot of energy. Another is when you're filled with gratitude and you're filled with value and you're filled with self-esteem, you're filled with peace. It's a natural thing that good works and actions come out, right? When you feel grateful, when you feel abundant, you give. When you feel full of love, you love. When you feel confident, you help others inspire their confidence. And when I realized that, I'm like, then what is this water that's filling up my pitcher? How do I do it that way? Because I want to. Because I don't want to be so tired moving forward. How do I feel good about myself when I just lost everything? And that's when I realized that my self-worth was not equal to my net worth. And the pastor followed along with this. He said that, well, who determines your worth? Who determines your worth? Well, if you look at something, right? Let's say I have these AirPods right here, okay? These AirPods, if I buy them at the Apple store, I think they were like, what, I don't know, 250 or something, 200 bucks, okay? If I sell them, how much is it worth? It is worth what the other person is willing to pay for it. A value of something, I hope you get this, is based off of what someone is willing to pay for it. So the question was this, and it was like so profound, okay? And it is a spiritual context, I gotta let you know, but it's the truth of what happened to me. What was paid for you? What was paid for you? And I thought about that and I'm like, oh my gosh. For me, it's a spiritual answer. Okay. So I'll start with my answer and you know, I'll tie it to you as well too. But I do believe everyone is created, right? And you might have your creator, my creator, God, Jesus. And in my faith, Jesus died for me. He literally died and paid for my life as well as yours, if you believe that as well too. And if 
God is infinite and infinitely valuable and he sacrificed himself for me and paid for me, then I'm infinitely valuable and you're infinitely valuable. Whether you believe it or not, you are infinitely valuable because if you were created, you're created for a reason, right? There was, there was something there. It's nothing dealing with our accolades, our success, our wins, our money, our bank account. That's so trivial. That's so small. It's not a relationship. It's nothing like that. All those foundations are just nothing compared to the true foundation. And when I made that click, you see, I was spiritual before, but I went from a head knowledge to a heart knowledge right then and there. What I realized was this, there's nothing that I can do more to earn any more value personally. Now, of course, if you're talking about market value, there's a different thing there. I'm talking about personal value because this is the big thing that was holding me back from gaining confidence moving forward. I realized that I and you are infinitely valuable because we were created by an infinite God. And when that clicked for me, oh my gosh, just like with the picture with the ping pong balls, there was an immense wave of gratitude. I stopped moping around. I stopped being like, oh man, look at what I had. I'm just like, I'm just grateful that I'm here right now, you know? And, and I got so excited. It gave me the change of direction that I needed to move forward. And from there, anything that I do now is just absolute gratitude, you know? Now, at the same time, I, I think about Ed Milet and what he said was this, all right? Ed Milet said, he's been happy broke and happy rich. He said, happy rich is better. There's nothing wrong about having abundance and wealth and money. In fact, I believe it's a natural fruit when you're living in gratitude and abundance and everything, right? It's just an exchange of energy. So <laughs> I, I, I'm happy. I've been happy with nothing. I've been happy with a lot. Now we're back to more abundance. I'm telling you, it's way better. It tastes better. You know, we can do more. We can connect more with people. Money's just a way to amplify your ability to influence and impact other people, right? Do cool things for you and your family. But at the end of the day, it does not mean that my value, your value changes at all. Your personal value is infinite. That's all you need. And I realized that my self-worth was not my net worth. My self-worth was something completely different. Your net worth is something different as well too right? They're disconnected. But I do believe that if you understand your self-worth, it is the foundation that helped me for sure, then I know it can help you as well too, to also create your net worth as well too, if that is one of your goals and why not? Exactly, Betsy. Happy rich is better. But that changed my life and I hope that impacts you as well too. Um, if this impacted you, definitely share this, tag someone onto this, share this message. Tune in tomorrow, come back. I have three other lessons that I've learned uh, in this interesting time period that, of what's going on. Uh, I, I, it was just so cool. I'm so grateful for you, grateful for your comments, grateful for your encouragement and everything. We're all just the same people, go on the same journey of life. And if we can learn a way, ways to pour into each other and help each other lift, uh, lift, uplift each other, let's go out there and do that, all right? On that, hey, catch us on the podcast as well too. Thank you so much. Have an awesome night. War's out.